Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I want to share with you some encouragement. Encouragement for the mom who feels stuck. Encouragement for the mom who feels like she just can't figure it out. Or maybe this is just what the season of life you're living in looks like. We're going to talk about this, but leave you on a high note that is the truth of the Lord. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. Sister, do you feel stuck? Maybe you feel like you just can't figure it out. Like you're always behind and you can't catch up or get it all done. You feel like you're constantly going five different directions, putting out fires, and life would be so much easier if you had six arms or there were two of you. Maybe life would be easier if you could just get another 10 hours in a day. Or maybe you've fallen for the belief that this is just what this season of life looks like because you're a mom and you have littles at home and it's just the reality of motherhood. Sister, I see you. Oh, do I see you. I have been there. Sometimes I still go there. Thankfully, it's for a very short period of time. But this whole episode is about the fact that I see you. And I want to invite you. I want to start off by inviting you into just jumping on a call with me. A totally free call. That's a consult, essentially. But, but really, it's just a friendly chat. I want to talk with you about where you're at. I want to connect eye to eye, soul to soul, and allow you the space to be seen and heard, to express yourself, to process, to share with somebody who understands where you're at. What are you struggling with? What is standing in your way? What would be different? If you could wave a magic wand, what in your life would be different? What do you want? What do you desire? What do you worry about? What's standing in your way? I want to have this talk because I believe it's so important for us as moms to be able to first express ourselves, to be heard, to be seen by somebody who understands, but not just somebody who understands, but somebody who truly has your best interests at heart. I know a lot of times we can think that's our spouse or that's our mom or that's our girlfriend. 
But when you have somebody that's so close to you, sometimes they care about your feelings more than they care about what's truly best for you. Sometimes they're afraid to say the things that you really need to hear to be able to move forward. But also, I want to help you pinpoint exactly what is standing in your way from doing all the things that God has called you to do. What is standing in the way from deeply connected relationship with him? What is standing in the way of true intimacy in your relationship with God and your spouse? What is standing in the way of you being able to manage your home and be a good steward of that in a peaceful way? What is standing in the way of you being able to disciple your kids and lead an example for them, to to nurture them, to help them grow, to be children who know, love, and serve the Lord, or at least plant the seeds, right? Because that's our role. I just want to jump on a call because I realize I've been talking a lot about my six-month coaching program. I've been talking a lot about these purposeful priorities, clarity calls. And and this is for those of you who've maybe been in my circle for a little while. If you're new to the podcast, you maybe haven't heard me talk about any of these before, but truly I am sitting on a pile of gold that God has given me. And this has been a realization recently that like, I literally have all this stuff just tucked away that I don't talk about, that I don't share, that I don't put out there, that I've done once And it was literally God working in and through me. And then it was one and done and people don't get to see it. And so that's why I want to invite you on a call because I might have something tucked away that would be phenomenal for you. I've led a ton of challenges and masterclasses and workshops and, and courses and programs and whatever else. And I had a me treat recently, which I'm going to share about in a whole different episode where, where it was really just the realization of all these gifts that God has given me. And the reason he's given them to me is not just for me. It's for you. And I want to share this story that kind of an embarrassing, but totally awesome God moment that happened to me when I was on the treadmill at the gym. And this was well over a year ago, year and a half, maybe two years ago. And it's something that I've held near and dear to my heart. And I think now is the first time that I'm really standing out on the podcast and and sharing it boldly because God has very boldly reminded me of this recently. And it was Isaiah 61, one. And it's a verse that I'd never, like I've read the Bible cover to cover multiple times. I've, I've studied books, whatever, right? Like I'm not this perfect you know, checklist Christian, but I've been in the word. And this isn't a scripture verse that was like a guiding verse for me. It wasn't one that that stood out. I never had it memorized, but I was listening to seed family worship. If you're not familiar with them, check them out. It's awesome. Great stuff to listen to when your kids are in the car with you or just while you're hanging out around the house. And this was one of the first songs that I ever listened to with seed family worship. I went to the gym. I was going to walk slash run (laughs) on the treadmill. And a friend had recently told me about seed family worship. And so I typed it in my Apple music and I pull it up and just, I think this was the song that I clicked on. It's Isaiah 61 one. It's a beautiful song, the way that they sing it. And 
it's the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. It's hard to even like read it without singing it now. You know how songs just like have a way of getting stuck in your head, but it's the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Okay. This is something that I think each and every one of us really struggle to grasp. Like if you consider yourself a daughter of the King, you are chosen. You are called. You have been anointed. You have been set apart. Like he has placed his spirit in you. It is an honor. He sees you now through Christ as somebody who is worthy to house the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. It is a gift that he gives us. And the spirit of the Lord God is upon you and he has anointed you. This is something that I really struggled to grasp hold of. The Lord has anointed me. Like, who am I? I'm a nobody, right? I love the casting crown song. Who am I? Like I'm a nobody, right? But the Lord has anointed me. And this is what he has anointed me for and all of you. But I'm going to, I'm going to share a little bit of specifics about what he showed me on the treadmill to bring good news to the poor, right? That's all of us. That's like the great commission that that's we're, we're here to share the good news of Christ and what he has done and his redemptive power and for all to be reconciled to God. But when he said the poor, when I was listening to this song, poor is also translated to the afflicted, meek, lowly, humble, poor in spirit, weak, needy, I instantly was given the picture of moms. And I'm not saying this like in a bad way, right? I believe this is like modern day motherhood and like what, what culture speaks so heavily to us about is that, is that moms are this, but not just that we feel this all the time, right? Like motherhood is the most challenging and difficult and humbling job I have ever had in my life. It is also the most rewarding. But there are often times in motherhood where I have felt poor. I have felt afflicted. I have felt lowly. I have felt weak. I have felt needy. And I know you have too. And the Lord has anointed me to bring you good news. And it's not just the good news that is the gospel, right? That like, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have received salvation. There is so much more about being a believer and walking with Christ and being in relationship with God than that. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Mama, I see you. This is a tough job. It is a heartbreaking job. It is a job, especially if you're a boy mom, I've heard it's like literally living out the slowest and longest breakup of your life. And man, I'm already seeing that. Like my son is almost four years old, my oldest, and our relationship has developed so much. And my heart breaks for the future when I watch him walk away and like, go out there and be a man. Like he is my buddy. He is my bestie aside from my husband and the Lord. Right. But, but motherhood is a heartbreaking job. Every single day, our heart breaks for some reason. Right. And for me, what I've seen most often is my heart breaks when I, when I see fruits that are not of the Lord, 
that I'm exercising towards my children or coming out of my children because I have set that example. Maybe when I'm on my phone more than I'm in my Bible. Maybe when I've, I've yelled or snapped at my child for something that wasn't really necessary. Maybe when I'm, I'm simply not being a good steward and I feel like I'm not leading them to the Lord or planting enough seeds or I'm not managing my home in a good way or I'm prioritizing other things over my relationship with God and setting that example or prioritizing other things ahead of my children and raising them, right? But it is a heartbreaking job to balance all the things and try and figure it out, right? And that is, that is what my community is called, mom life balance. Like that is truly what I want to help you do. This is part of the good news that God has given me is, is all of these, these skills, this experience, these tools, the planner, the, the program, like uh, all the stuff that he has built in and through me. It, it's way too good to sit down and it's way too good not to talk about all the time because this is part of it, Right? He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives. Liberty is a flowing or free run, right? This reminds me of Christ as the living water, right? When you are filled with his spirit, you have this living water flowing out of your heart. And this is the way that like, I want to flow this water into you, but I want to flow it. It's come from Christ, right? into me. It comes from Christ into you. I want to flow mine like from Christ into you as well, right? To be that, that encouragement, to give you that exhortation so that you can move forward on a regular basis. I hope that you find that here on the podcast. I hope that you find it in the community or my emails. And I know that my clients receive it on a regular basis when we meet up for our group or one-on-one calls. But is that free flowing, that free run that you receive from the Holy Spirit of liberty. Like America talks about freedom and liberty all the time, and that ain't squat compared to what God has. The liberty that is from Christ. To proclaim liberty to the captives, right? And this this captives is like those who are in prison, those who are bound. And the number one way I see mothers held captive is the mindset. Our mindset is captive to the enemy's schemes day in and day out about a laundry list of things that I don't even have time to get into today. And it's different for every single one of us, but for every single one of us, it's almost always the same as well, right? The details are different, but overall it's the same. And the opening of the prison doors to those who are bound, the opening of the prison It's also translated as opening of the eyes, opening of the eyes of the blind or freedom from darkness. And this is, again, this is the mindset of the enemy's schemes. This is the opening of the eyes to see Christ and his fullness and what he's done for you and what he has for you. To those who are bound, those who are yoked, those who are distressed, And sisters, this is so incredibly important to me. God, literally, I listened to this song from Seed Family Worship. It came on when I was on the treadmill and I was running and I just started bawling my eyes out and you can't see when you're crying. And I was like, it was an ugly cry. So I'm like, kind of like hyperventilating while I'm running and ugly crying and I can't see. And I literally like stumbled and like flew off the back of the treadmill. Like I I landed on my feet. Like I was like a cat, right? (laughs) 
but it was literally, so I just like was so embarrassed at the same time. Like I didn't even care because this was God. Like God was with me. His presence was with me and speaking this over me and just breaking my heart for moms, for moms who are lowly and weak and needy and poor in spirit, for moms who are brokenhearted to really grasp the truth that they have been anointed, that liberty is for them to share this good news and that they don't have to be captives to open the prison doors because they don't have to be captive to the schemes of the enemy. All of this makes me think of Matthew 28, 30. And it says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. This is Jesus. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And this is truth. This is the truth that we need to cling to. Not just this, but so much truth in scripture about about who God is, and about the character of God, and how he sees us, why he created us, what we're here for as women, as mothers, as his children, right? And, and this truly is biblical mindset, right? It's, it's a mind that is set on the truth in scripture, the truth that is in God, truth with a capital T. And this biblical mindset is everything. Knowing God is everything. Having a relationship and doing life with God is everything, And when we come to a place where we have this and live with this eternal perspective, when we base our everything on his, on him, on his being everything, everything in our life changes. And so if you're stuck in some of these places, like I talked about in the, in the beginning, feeling stuck, feeling like you can't figure it out, like, like you're behind, I want you to hear that. I want you to know that, right? And, and all of this brings me to like the how, right? So how do we, how do we do this? How do we do this biblical mindset? How do we step forward into believing that we're anointed into stepping out of this meek and lowly and weak and needy afflicted space? How do we step out from being brokenhearted, but to step into the liberty and to not be captive, but to open our eyes, to open the prisons, and to not be yoked or distressed or bound in things, but to step in that yoke of Christ. And I think a big part of the answer can be found in Matthew 6.33. And it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This has become my life verse. <laughs> by God's doing, right? It's not like, oh, I like this one. It's just one that has come up and come up and come up and come up and come up again. And it's become a huge part of, of how I operate. And, and, and you probably hear me say it if you've been around for any amount of time on like every other podcast episode that comes out. And every time I speak in a summit or on somebody else's podcast or, you know, in my coaching calls or, or different programs or courses, like this is, this is the thing. 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All these things, all the things that you can think of, right? God has goodness for you. He wants good for you. He loves you. You are his child, and he has goodness for you. Even if it doesn't feel like it, even if you can't see it, like we have to believe this and have, have this faith and know that his will is greater and he has goodness for us. And all we need to do is seek first his kingdom, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That is the foundation of everything in our life. That is the foundation that our life sits upon. And so, like I said at the beginning, I've been talking about coming with me on a six-month journey in the Intentionally Abundant Motherhood Coaching Program. I've been talking about jumping on a one-off Purposeful Priorities Clarity Call, but I also have taken parts out of the I Am, the Intentionally Abundant Motherhood Program that is like specifically tailored to creating that mom-life balance through going deep with God through God-led goals, through time tracking, and really like looking at the season of life that you're in, your values and what God is calling you to and creating a schedule that actually works for you and your family through all of this data that we go through collecting the first couple of weeks. And this, this was a six weeks program that I ran at the beginning of the year. And I call it the fresh start might name, the name might stay the same. It might change still praying over all of that. And I was like, I really want to lead the fresh start again. I really want to, to walk women through this because the last time it was phenomenal. And I have at least a half a dozen ladies who are still living this out. And, and they're going through the process of redoing their schedules. And I've gone through the process of redoing my schedule because, you know, summer is quickly coming to an end and kids are going back to school, even though mine aren't, you know, we're getting back into the schooling routine. Um, side note plug over here. Um, I just got this really cool preschooling, um, faith-based curriculum for free, uh, from my friend Megan over at lamp and light living. I don't have the website off the top of my head, but I can, I can link it in the show notes where you can go download this for totally free. So that's what we're going to be doing. And so I'm revamping my schedule to make sure I get the intentional schooling time back into it and everything, so on and so forth. My point is I really want to rerun this course and, and walk ladies through it. But in this season, God has just pressed it on my heart so much. Matthew 6, 33, Matthew 6, 33, seek first, seek him first, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And last year, last fall, um, early winter, like just before the holidays, I led a group of 30 plus women through this eight week Bible study program with faithful foundations to, to lead this God first, God focused life. And it was phenomenal. Like the reviews that came out of this blew my mind. I am like, praise God for what he's done in the way that he's shown up. And he has heavily, heavily, heavily pressed it upon my heart that this needs to happen again, that seek first this eight week Bible study, fellowship, accountability program needs to be run again. 
And so I'm still in the process of getting all of that organized with him, letting him lead and direct every step of the way with that. And so I want to invite you into that sister. I I want to let you know right away. And so I'm going to drop a link to my email list in the show notes. Uh, If you want to have information on that, be on that email list or join us in the mom life balance community over on Facebook, because those are going to be the two places I send out that information first other than right here on the podcast. So, um, Matthew six thirty three is how we do it. God comes first. Everything else is second. Nothing matters as much as being in relationship with him, being connected with him, abiding in the vine. And I want to leave you with this verse, which is Deuteronomy 31, eight. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. So do not fear or be dismayed. Sister, I see you. I see you where you're at. I see that you want to be connected with God, that you want to be in his word, that you want to be more consistent in that, that you want to be in relationship with him and and feel like you're hearing back from him. I see you that you want more balance in your life. You want some kind of structure and a schedule that actually works, but isn't rigid. I see that you want to be able to do all the things that God has for you and has called you to, but you just simply don't have the tools. And I'm here and I've got the tools and I am so eager to share them because this call of Isaiah 61.1 that God has put on my heart. And so I hope that you will reach out and jump on a call with me because I want you to, to, to know and feel how seen and heard you are. And I want to walk with you. I want to hear you and give you next steps, regardless if that's, you know, going in one of my programs or coaching with me or whatever, Like my heart is to set the captives free. You don't have to be captive mama. So let's step out of this together. God bless.